Hello and welcome to Capital Irish on 106.1 FM on Access Radio. Right, you are right here with your host for the next 28 minutes or so. It is me, Bobby McGuinness. And how is everybody doing out there today? It has been a while since I've actually been on Capital Irish. The last time I was on the show was actually back in March. And life obviously looked quite a little bit different back then. You know, I remember driving into the studio in, you know, the... Um, the roads around Evans Bay were absolutely packed. Um, there was traffic to beat the band. I was going into the studio, people running up and down um, uh, Oriental Bay, but it's a different site today. But today is, uh, I'm recording this on the Thursday uh, before broadcast on Sunday. And today is actually the first day that we're entering into level two, as I'm sure everybody knows and everybody's been looking forward to. So, uh, yeah, I'm uh, I'm totally looking forward to, you know, the gym's reopening. Uh, let's be honest, the pub's reopening. And everything else and life just getting back to that little bit of a uh, normality you know and i am certainly feeling quite lucky you know being on this side of the world i am um, i talked to my friends back home and it seems to be a different story back there i know things are going to start uh, the um, restrictions are going to start easing up in ireland from next week um but it but it seems like to be a whole different uh, ball game. There's been over twenty two thousand cases in Ireland. Looking at the figures today, that uh, that curve does seem to be fa- uh, flattening. Thank God. And there's there's around two and a half thousand active cases. So people who have been um you know diagnosed who are uh, in, in recovery or being looked after medically, and about seventy odd in um the intensive care unit. So uh, a whole different ball game back home. Uh, obviously a lot more uh, precarious situation at the moment. So I know um, all the fans and listeners of the show in New Zealand and worldwide would be uh, keeping a close eye on Ireland and how things develop. And they, they do seem to be doing quite a, quite a good job when you compare against some other countries, um, some other countries uh, quite close to Ireland as well, where we're, uh, we seem to be testing quite a lot. They're doing more of that tracing. So it looks like the government are introducing the right steps to get the result we all want. Everyone wants to get back to normal. I know all the fans of the show might have trips planned back to Ireland, concerned about their family and the economy back home. So um, let's hope Ireland can make as good a, a good stab of it as uh, New Zealand has. New Zealand might lead uh, by example around the world from uh, the big effort they've had with the COVID-19 crisis. But however, I do look forward to um, life returning back to a little bit of normality. But, um, you know, before we get into the show properly, let's give um, a brief note of gratitude to our sponsors. They are, of course, LT McGuinness, uh, Peter and Susie McGuinness, Butler's Irish Chocolate, Hutt Valley Irish Society, and the Wellington Irish Trust. Thank you so much, guys. Um, your help, your support, your patronage is um, appreciated all the more uh, these days, you know, when... Um, um, you know, uh, when businesses and whatnot are uh, coming under, you know, different pressures financially as on the back of this COVID-19 crisis. So thank you very much, guys. If you're a new fan of the show, do not forget that we have a very, very active Facebook page. If you go on to uh, ca- um, Facebook.com, you type in Capital Irish, you'll see us there. Give us a like. Give us a share. Spread the word about Capital Irish far and wide. Here, if you're listening to the show and you got a friend back home and you're on the phone with the weekend, seeing how he's getting on with the old uh, lockdown uh, and whatnot, you say to him, "Do you know what you should do? You should give Capital Irish a listen to and send him a link to the Facebook. We'll link up the show. We'll get the listenership right up there. You know, we'll spread the word about uh, this great community effort that is Capital Irish on 106.1 FM on Access Radio. 
And for you guys out there wondering, Jesus, I'd love to, I'd love to contact the show, get in touch with them. How can I do that? Well, guess what, guys? We got um we got our very own email address where you can email us, send us in song requests, um, let us know about an Irish event that's happening around Wellington or New Zealand. Uh, Anton, um, you want to plug? We, we, we might give you a dig out there. Who knows? Or if you just want to get in touch with the um, the presenters, yeah, you can do that. And uh, that um, our email address is capitalirishradio at gmail.com. I'll repeat that for those guys out there scrambling to get a pen and paper, dying to email us in it. Email us that is capital Irish radio at gmail.com. Get in touch, folks. We'd love to hear from you. And usually, I start off the show by talking about uh, some of the big news stories that are happening in Ireland and whatnot. But I've sort of, to be honest, guys, I've been avoiding the news a little bit just because I'm finding it a little bit heavy, you know. Like the story of the day, of course, is. Um, COVID-19 and we're not getting away from that anytime soon so I just um, I find myself reluctant to scroll through the news too much just because it it can seem a little bit daunting a little bit overwhelming uh, just because you know people talk about how it's going to change the world and whatnot and sometimes it's you know it's it's just a little bit too much to take on a Tuesday evening after work or whenever you do consume your news but I was listening to a podcast, the Dave McWilliams podcast the other day, and he had uh, something quite interesting that he was talking about in relation to, of course, this week, the um, the Leaving Cert back home got cancelled. Um, and he was talking about how this would be a great opportunity just to um, re-examine that exam uh, when you finish secondary school back home. You, um, basically, the, the, the nuts and bolts of what he was saying is that the Leaving Cert is um, like it's such a seminal moment, I suppose, for everybody Every Irish person, we all remember the Leaving Cert. People still talk about having um, you know, Leaving Cert dreams. I have them the odd time myself, truth be told. Um, and it's just this um, overarching part of your adolescence, I suppose. But the Leaving Cert itself, it only really tests people on one certain type of intelligence when there's you know, there's many. So basically, if you do well in the Leaving Cert, you get a lot of people, or you don't do well, you, you, you finish secondary school. If you don't do well, you, you basically you leave thinking – or you might uh, end up leaving thinking, Joe, I'm not as intelligent as I thought I was or whatever. Or And then on, on the flip side of that, people who do quite well uh, leave with an attitude or can leave with an attitude that, you know, oh, I'm very uh, intelligent and whatnot. So it, it, it kind of pigeonholes people in a way, but without, you know, testing people on the full um, the full clip of uh, their intelligence. So now that we've cancelled it this year, we do have an opportunity to stop and reflect and think about um how we do that exam, which I think would be, um, you know, it'd be turning the uh, COVID disaster into something positive, you know. We'd be looking at um, how we can reshape our society in Ireland and New Zealand and all over the world in a better way um, uh, for ourselves, for our kids and whatnot. So I just thought that was really interesting, um, Dave McWilliams' take on the Leaving Cert, and it's something that I personally would um, stand behind. But, uh, yeah, so that's uh, that's that's my uh, brief intro, intro guys. Before I talk anymore, I'm actually going to play a little song. Uh, I'll tell you why I played the song before I stick it on. Myself and the wife last week, we were uh, we went down a bit of a Irish Eurovision rabbit hole where we were just on YouTube, um, you know, like uh, listen to uh, lots of the great uh, Irish Eurovision song contest songs, like uh, when Ema Quinn had the voice, and of course the Rock and Roll Kids, which would be my favourite. Um, um, my wife is from Donegal, so she was whipping out the uh, Mickey Joe Hart, We've Got the World Tonight. But the song I'm actually going to play is the one that came after Mickey Joe Hart. This is our 2004 entry. You might not even remember this one, guys. It, 
it's a song that I remember quite a lot because it was out around my junior sort of time. Um, but we actually, this guy, Chris Doran, who was the performer, he was tipped to do all right. Like, we, obviously, Ireland had a bit of a slump in the Eurovision in the 2000s, which I suppose is continuing. But uh, he ended up coming 22nd out of 24 countries, unfortunately. But, uh, do you know, the song uh, tickled my funny bone a little bit. And, you know, it got, uh, it got me uh, tapping my feet. So I hope you guys enjoy it. This is Chris Doran, If My World Stopped Turning. Enjoy this one, guys, because I know I will.
There we have it. What a song, what a song. If you're just joining us on Capital Irish on 106.1 FM right here on Access Radio, we were just playing Chris Doran, who was uh, Ireland's Eurovision entry contestant in 2004 in Turkey, I believe. Uh, great song, great song. But uh, unfortunately, he came in 22nd out of 24. So um, the judges didn't seem to share in my enthusiasm. But, uh, you know, I thought, fair play to you, Chris. What a belt of a song. That got me tapping my feet here. And I hope it did you too, guys. Ooh, um, a bit exhausted after all that singing. I was singing to myself while I was playing that, guys. Um, well, um, well. anyway, I'm, I'm about to jump into uh, my favorite segment of the show when I do it. And it's a little thing I like to call This Day in Irish History. And what we do in this segment basically is where I take a little a poetic license. And I look at um, a big historical Irish events or Irish-themed events that share anniversary on this date or in and around this date. So within, say, like, like a two-week window or so, you know, it's not exactly this day, you know, but I'm sure you give me, um, you give me a break on that one, guys, wouldn't you? I'm sure you will. Um, but there were some absolute, uh, there's some like really big Irish events that have their anniversary within this month, within May. One that caught my eye uh, from the 3rd of May, 20, uh, 1921. This is 99 years ago. It's when Ireland was officially divided into two states, would you believe? Hello and welcome to Capital Irish on 106.1 FM on Access Radio. Right, you are right here with your host for the next 28 minutes or so. It is me, Bobby McGuinness. And how is everybody doing out there today? It has been a while since I've actually been on Capital Irish. The last time I was on the show was actually back in March. And life obviously looked quite a little bit different back then. I remember driving into the studio in, you know, the... Um, the roads around Evans Bay were absolutely packed. Um, there was traffic to beat the band. I was going into the studio, people running up and down um, uh, Oriental Bay, but it's a different site today. But today is, uh, I'm recording this on the Thursday uh, before broadcast on Sunday. And today is actually the first day that we're entering into level two, as I'm sure everybody knows and everybody's been looking forward to it. So, uh, yeah, I'm, uh, I'm totally looking forward to, you know, the gym's reopening. Uh, let's be honest, the pub's reopening. And everything else and life just getting back to that little bit of a uh, normality you know and i am certainly feeling quite lucky you know being on this side of the world i am um, i talked to my friends back home and it seems to be a different story back there i know things are going to start uh, the um, restrictions are going to start easing up in ireland from next week um but it, but it seems like to be a whole different ball game. There's been over twenty two thousand cases in Ireland. Looking at the figures today, that uh, that curve does seem to be fa- uh, flattening. Thank God. And there's there's around two and a half thousand active cases. So people who have been um you know diagnosed who are uh, in, in recovery or being looked after medically, and about seventy odd in um, the intensive care unit. So uh, a whole different ball game back home. Uh, Obviously, a lot more uh, precarious situation at the moment. So I know um, 
all the fans and listeners of the show in New Zealand and worldwide would be uh, keeping a close eye on Ireland and how things develop. And they, they do seem to be doing quite a quite a good job when you compare against some other countries, um, some other countries uh, quite close to Ireland as well, where we uh, we seem to be testing quite a lot. They're doing more of that tracing, so it looks like the government are introducing the right steps to get the result we all want. Everyone wants to get back to normal. I know all the fans of the show might have trips planned back to Ireland, concerned about their family and the economy back home. So um, let's hope Ireland can make as good a, a good stab of it as uh, New Zealand has. New Zealand might lead uh, by example around the world from uh, the big effort they've had with the COVID-19 crisis. But however, I do look forward to um, life returning back to a little bit of normality. But, um, you know, before we get into the show properly, let's give um, a brief note of gratitude to our sponsors. They are, of course, LT McGuinness, uh, Peter and Susie McGuinness, Butler's Irish Chocolate, Hut Valley Irish Society, and the Wellington Irish Trust. Thank you so much, guys. Um, your help, your support, your patronage is um, appreciated all the more uh, these days, you know, when... Um, um, you know, uh, when businesses and whatnot are uh, coming under, you know, different pressures financially as on the back of this COVID-19 crisis. So thank you very much, guys. If you're a new fan of the show, do not forget that we have a very, very active Facebook page. If you go on to uh, ca- um, Facebook.com, you type in Capital Irish, you'll see us there. Give us a like. Give us a share. Spread the word about Capital Irish far and wide. Here, if you're listening to the show and you got a friend back home and you're on the phone to him at the weekend, seeing how he's getting on with the old uh, lockdown uh, and whatnot, you say to him, "Do you know what you should do? You should give Capital Irish a listen to." And send them a link to the Facebook. We'll link up the show. We'll get the listenership right up there. You know, we'll spread the word about uh, this great community effort that is Capital Irish on 106.1 FM on Access Radio. And for you guys out there wondering, Jesus, I'd love to, I'd love to contact the show, get in touch with them. How can I do that? Well, guess what, guys? We got um we got our very own email address where you can email us, send us in song requests, um, let us know about an Irish event that's happening around Wellington or New Zealand. Uh, anything, um, anything you want to plug, we, we, we might give you a dig out there, who knows. Or if you just want to get in touch with the um, the presenters, yeah, you can do that. And uh, that um, our email address is capitalirishradio at gmail.com. I'll repeat that for those guys out there scrambling to get a pen and paper, dying to email us in it. Email us, that is capitalirishradio at gmail.com. Get in touch, folks. We'd love to hear from you. And usually I start off the show by talking about uh, some of the big news stories that are happening in Ireland and whatnot. But I've sort of, to be honest, guys, I've been avoiding the news a little bit just because I'm finding it a little bit heavy, you know. Like the story of the day, of course, is. Um, uh, COVID-19 and we're not getting away from that anytime soon so I just say um, I find myself re- reluctant to scroll through the news too much just because it, it can seem a little bit daunting a little bit overwhelming and uh, just because uh, you know people talk about how it's going to change the world and whatnot and sometimes it, you know, it's, a, it's just a little bit too much to take on a Tuesday evening after work or whenever you do consume your news but I was listening to a podcast, the Dave McWilliams podcast today, and he had uh, something quite interesting that he was talking about in relation to, of course, this week, the um, the Leaving Cert back home got cancelled. Um, and he was talking about how this would be a great opportunity just to um, re-examine that exam uh, when you finish secondary school back home. You, um, 
basically the, the the nuts and bolts of what he was saying is that the leaving cert is um like it's such a seminal moment i suppose for everybody every irish person we all remember the leaving cert people still talk about having um you know, leaving cert dreams i have them the odd time myself truth be told um and it's just this um overarching part of your adolescence i suppose but the leaving cert itself it only really tests people on one certain type of intelligence when there's you know there's many so basically if you do well in the leaving cert you get a lot of people or you don't do well you you, you finish secondary school if you don't do well you, you basically you leave thinking or you might uh, end up leaving thinking joe i'm not as intelligent as i thought i was or whatever or and then on, on the flip side of that people who do quite well uh, leave with an attitude or it can leave with an attitude that you're oh, very uh, intelligent and whatnot so it, it, it kind of pigeonholes people in a way but without you know testing people on the full um, the full clip of uh, their intelligence so now that we've cancelled it this year we do have an opportunity to stop and reflect and think about um, how we do that exam which I think would be um, you know it'd be turning the uh, COVID disaster into something positive you know we'd be looking at um, how we can reshape our society in Ireland and New Zealand and all over the world in a better way um, uh, for ourselves for our kids and whatnot so I just thought that was really interesting um, David Williams take on the Leaving Cert and it's something that I personally would um, stand behind but uh, yeah so that's uh, that's that's my uh, brief intro, intro guys before I talk anymore, I'm actually going to play a little song. Uh, I'll tell you why I played the song before I stick it on. Myself and the wife last week, we were uh, we went down a bit of a Irish Eurovision rabbit hole where we were just on YouTube, um, you know, like uh, listen to uh, lots of the great uh, Irish Eurovision song contest songs, like uh, when Emer Quinn had the voice, and of course, Rock and Roll Kids, which would be my favourite. Um, um, my wife is from Donegal, so she was whipping out the uh, Mickey Joe Hart, We've Got the World Tonight. But the song I'm actually going to play is the one that came after Mickey Joe Hart. This is our 2004 entry. You might even remember this one, guys. It, it's a song that I remember quite a lot because it was out around my junior sort of time. Um, but we actually, this guy, Chris Doran, who was the performer, he was tipped to do all right. Like, we obviously Ireland had a bit of a slump in the Eurovision in the 2000s, which I suppose is continuing, but uh, he ended up coming 22nd out of 24 countries, unfortunately. But, uh, you know, the song uh, tickled my funny bone a little bit. And, you know, it got uh, it got me uh, tapping my feet. So I hope you guys enjoy it. This is Chris Doran, If My World Stopped Turning. Enjoy this one, guys, because I know I will.
There we have it. What a song, what a song. If you're just joining us on Capital Irish on 106.1 FM right here on Access Radio, we were just playing Chris Doran, who was uh, Ireland's Eurovision entry contestant in 2004 in Turkey, I believe. Uh, great song, great song, but uh, unfortunately he came in 22nd out of 24, so um, the judges didn't seem to share in my enthusiasm, but uh, you know, I thought, fair play to you, Chris. What a belt of a song. That got me tapping my feet here. And I hope it did you too, guys. Ooh, um, a bit exhausted after all that singing. I was singing to myself while I was playing that, guys. Um, well, um, well. Anyway, I'm, I'm about to jump into uh, my favourite segment of the show when I do it, and it's a little thing I like to call this day in Irish history. And what we do in this segment basically is where I take a little a poetic license and I look at um. Uh, big historical Irish events or Irish themed events that share their anniversary on this date or in and around this date. So within say like like a two week window or so, you know, it's not exactly this day, you know. But I'm sure you give me um you give me a break on that one, guys. When you, I'm sure you will. Um, but there were some absolute uh, there's some like really big Irish events that have their anniversary within this month, within May. One that caught my eye. Uh, from the 3rd of May 20, uh, 1921 this is 99 years ago it's when Ireland was officially divided into two states would you believe 